Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, blogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep And the pitch is where we talk Pitch Talk special feature segment Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to this Pitch Talk special feature segment. Now, this was inspired by the appointment of Steven Gerrard to Aston, by Aston Villa as their new manager, replacing Dean Smith after him and Daniel Falk were sacked on the same weekend, basically within 24 hours of each other. And... The subject of this is about young managers getting too much too soon. Should young managers hold out and wait for a bigger job down the line or should they just take the opportunities when they come? We discussed that. I said the inspiration is kind of Steven Gerrard's appointment, but we also delve into a few other topics as well within the segment. So it's myself, the G-Man, JBK, and also Nathan Arsenal joins us as well. So let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Comment section is below. Have a watch and a listen, and we will see you on the other side. See you in a bit. Pitch Talk special feature segment. Congrats to Stevie for getting the job, but I'm just hoping it's not too much too soon. It's a massive gamble. Aston Villa are one of them kind of clubs with kind of delusions of grandeur where they used to be a big club similar to Nottingham Forest in many ways they used to be a big club still think they're a big club but in the grand scheme of things they're a jabroni club Everton, put them in there too (laughs) so it's one of them where it's like I'm just hoping Gerald gets time, but there's a lot of these young managers at the moment, and it's been for a while now. Go all the way back to someone like VS Boas, for instance, where it's like young managers are taking on like big roles too soon in their careers, and it seems like either they're doing it just for a paycheck, or they're doing it just to have it on their CV so that they can go elsewhere. And it's like, oh, here's what it is. I mean, for me, the Gerard one with Villa, it's a case of looking at, look at how they did Dean Smith. And obviously Gerard's far less experienced than Dean Smith. And he's got to work with the same team that Dean Smith couldn't get to work, at least for the last five games. <laughs> so it's like, because uh, uh, it, it can't bring no one into January, obviously. So, yeah, that's what I know. It's going to be very interesting to see if Gerard gets to the end of the season. Apparently, it's like a two, three-year deal, which is more confidence to start to put in Conte. 
but that's a business thing anyway. But what do you guys reckon though? Good move for Gerard? A bad move? I personally, I personally think he, he should have stayed at Rangers. Stay at Rangers, build your legacy there, build there for a few more years, and then come, and then come back to the Premier League. But his choice. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I think it's too soon. Um, it would appear that he's been badly advised, uh, potentially by his agent, um, relating to the move. Uh, my my view is that he should really have remained at Rangers, cemented himself further um, as a manager, um, and then is at that point that I think he would get he would get a better job than Aston Villa. It's almost as though someone has said to him, look, look at the Premier League, everyone wants to be there. You know, you've got people like Arteta, Solskjaer in there, or, you know, sort of what you call at, at big clubs, so to speak. I know Villa are not a big club like those two clubs, for example, in the context of most, the most sort of last 10, 15 years or so. But uh, I think he's, he's, I mean, Grace, he was always going to come to the Premier League at some point. But I just don't think now was the time to do it. And I don't think Aston Villa are the club that he should have really gone with. He should have stuck with Rangers, top team in in in, in Scotland, um, kept doing what he was doing. Um, at that point, you know, he can then review better options because he'll have a you know a wider a wider seat. You know, his CV looks a lot better. He stayed X amount of time at Rangers, etc. But I just think he's rushed it. Um and Aston Villa, I mean, uh, their current plight in the Premier League. Fifteenth, sixteenth, I think it is at the moment. Um, just sold Grealish, um, sort of sitting on the, the money that they got from Grealish. I suppose it's a different type of challenge, but I just don't think it's the right one. Um, he, he shouldn't have done it. Um, I, over, I mean, maybe he sees it as if I can do my thing in the Premier League. This is this is the sort of the the. Um, this is the role before I take potentially the Liverpool role in the future, but. Yeah, as I said at the start, I just think it's too soon. That's just my view. No, you know what? I I agree with the both of you on this. I I, um, I agree with what Nathan's saying in in terms of like at Rangers, he had a good gig there, and why not just see this season through at least? Um, it, it looks like he was potentially, you know, going to retain the championship again there, or be able to retain the championship again there. And then, like, just weigh up his options at the end of the season. And not only that, um, I agree with you, Liam, in terms of you saying, um, you know, it's a job too early. Um, and I guess where Gerard is looking at the situation is he might just be looking at the project itself. Like, you know, who who has an interesting project? Who, what club is um, actively showing that they're trying to um, be aggressive with their progress? And if, if there's a team that's being aggressive with their progress, whether it's going right or wrong at the moment, that's Aston Villa. You know, they've spent quite a bit of money. You know, they've recouped some money. Um, also, you know, the turnover of players has been... Has been you know, quite high over the last few years. Plus, they've sold Jack Grealish, you know, so... And, you know, they've brought in a handful of, of good players as well. So he, he's probably, you know, I'm, I'm, I doubt he's going to be over-ambitious and say, like, look, I'm going to get these guys into the Champions League, you know what I'm saying, immediately, and I'm going to win the league or something like that. 
but he's probably looking at it like, all right, cool. These guys are not having the greatest of seasons, but off the back of what they managed to achieve last season and some of their results, there's potential there. Um, and, you know, this could be just his, his warm-up job before the big Liverpool gig, um, just to see if he, he has got it in the Premier League. Which we all know, Gerard on the on you know as a player he had it, you know what I'm saying, and he was able to command respect from players. So we'll see. As Gavin quite rightly put it, put it, it's more of a. He might be looking at this as the next best project rather than the club itself. He knows what size Liverpool is compared to Aston Villa. He knows that. But. It's a project where he can go, okay, if they are trying to work fiercely on something that gives progression, then fair enough. See, my issue is not with the manager's age. It's more with the situation of the clubs. It's about, for me, it's about the clubs, where these clubs will bring in young managers, but not give them time to build themselves up and build the club up and build their experience. And as I've said before about so many clubs, Manchester United, Tottenham, Chelsea, <clears throat> where they've brought in young managers and it's one of them ones, they've just not given them the time to get seasoned. They've not given them the time that they've, 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 they've publicly said, oh yeah, we're going to give you a four-year contract. We're going to give you a three-year contract. You've got time here. And then a few months later, they're gone because things supposedly aren't going to plan after a few months. Andre Villas-Boas at Chelsea. Nuno Espirito-Santo at Tottenham. It just, just, just the, list, the list is endless where you've had a young manager go in, get basically promised the world and given a long contract, and then a few months later, within a year, it's like, nah, we're not, we're not happy with the way this is going anymore. Ch look at Chelsea with Frank Lampard. Lampard, I think, took the job too, too soon. But at the end of the day, the club is a short-termist club. It's set up like that. And these clubs want in, and I've, and I've said for so long, there are so many clubs, I said Tottenham, United, Chelsea, among others, who are screaming out for a long-term for a long-term plan and solution, but they're not willing to go long-term to do it. They want all the games short-term, and that's my problem with the game in general. Whereas, like fans are like that, chairman and owners are like that. Whereas, like oh, we want to win everything. We want to win the top trophies, and we want to do it yesterday. And it's like no, it takes time to build. Look at Liverpool with FSG. It's it, it took. It, what they've owned us since what like 2010 it took them eight nine years it took them what basically what eight nine years to win the premier league that's basically a long-term plan that came to fruition so it doesn't come overnight but so many of these so many of these clubs will try and force that and a young manager who's just cutting their teeth who's only been managing at the anywhere near top level for what a couple of years it's going to take even longer because they are still learning on the job. They're still taking them early steps. I'm going to go in a different direction with this. I think as young as Steven Gerrard is, um, you can see the direction that most most clubs are now going in in terms of bringing in the new era of coaches. Now, the thing that I've the thing that I've heard you guys say before, um, and I won't say you guys. I'll probably say 
maybe if uh, maybe this is something that I've 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 heard from before or 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 just in just in general is that people like Jose Mourinho keep getting the top jobs or Harry Redknapp keeps getting circled around or Steve Bruce just goes from one club to it to another and I'm just like wait what so then why are we having a problem with the manager that's coming in being too young or not being ready or or not and this and that's and that's my that's my issue with this yes Eddie Howe was probably going to get only two years at Newcastle United but he wasn't around in 2000 uh, 2003 when Wenger was winning the league and um Sir Alex Ferguson was winning the leagues he was he's he's been around more so now in the last decade put in Bournemouth on on the top and I've advocated for him to be the new Arsenal manager for one reason and one reason only we don't see enough British managers or English managers at the top level of the Premier League that's one thing because of the short-termism that's why in my view you get managers like Redknapp Mourinho especially Mourinho getting like recycled and turning up at these different clubs different clubs because of that here and now short-termist mentality where it's like oh i want to win oh we need to win something we need to win something we need to win something it's like dude like if you've got a long-term plan put everything in place that is going to build long term and it will come to fruition you just have to have the patience to build it and i said with a young manager who's still cutting their teeth you really have to have a lot of patience because they're going to develop they're going to progress and grow but that takes time that's kind of my take on that side of it and yeah you definitely don't see enough young British especially English managers at the top level of the Premier League you definitely don't see that but I, but I said the reason for that is because of this short-termist thinking this short-termist ah well oh well let's just bring someone in win a trophy bring someone in win a trophy oh bring someone in we gotta get Champions League oh bring someone in. it's like <laughs> and it's and they're all and all these clubs are expecting it to be done within a year or two so it's one of them where <laughs> I, I said it doesn't lend itself towards development. It really, it really doesn't, unfortunately, and that's why a lot of there's not really a lot of English managers. And once you start bringing the race issue into it, it gets a lot worse. <clears throat> Where you start looking at stats about BAME um, managers and coaches and the opportunities they get. It's one of them where it's like sometimes you're thrust into a situation, it's way too much too soon. Paul Lintz, um, Sol Campbell, <laughs> like both of them didn't were not ready for the positions they were in, whether it be Sol Campbell, I forget South End, or um when Paul Lintz was at Blackburn. And I said I could cite a whole load of more whole load more examples where it's just like people being put in positions that they're not ready, whether it be bad advice, whether it be just something as simple as not believing in themselves and thinking, oh, this is only going to come once in a lifetime. I've got to take it now, even though they're not ready for it. And I think that's a key thing as well. People thinking that, oh, this opportunity, I can't pass it up. I can't pass it up. It's like, dude, but you're not ready for it. If anything, you're going to cause yourself more damage long term. Look at Andre Villas-Boas. Since that Chelsea job, he's had to rebuild his career 
over the past, what, eight, nine plus years. He's had to go around and rebuild his career. The Chelsea job, like, I think, damaged his career. Like, Paul Lintz has not gone back into management again. You go, you look at, what's it, Terry Connor, after get, getting thrust into the Wolves manager position after Mick McCarthy left years ago, straight after the transfer window. And there's one then where it's like, he's never gone into management again from what I know of. So that can cause a lot more harm than good, which, as I've said on the Straight Shooting View recently, I'm glad Patrick Vieira went to Crystal Palace because they've got a good chairman who knows what he's doing and the expectations are not stupidly high at Crystal Palace. They are very, very manageable. And that's why, in my view, because that whole club, the players, chairman, everybody running it is pulling in the same position and you ain't got those power plays and politics and all that. I think that's why Palace are doing very, very well, as well as Vieira being like doing very well with the players he's got and the tactics. And it all it all ties into each other, in my view. If we are circulating the same managers, then when when is Frank Lampard, Steven Gerrard going to get their opportunity? That's the issue. Because they're always going to get this. They're going to get the time, but we're saying they have to go through a process first before they get their opportunity. I'm not saying that's not how it should be done. I'm saying, well, what's wrong with them learning on the job so that when they go somewhere, it's a lot more easier for them. Let's look at it from Thomas Tuchel. He had to go and work with, I would say, higher caliber players at PSG to then having to work with Chelsea where it became a lot more easier. All he had to do was just make sure that those high caliber players that were in, in the Chelsea squad were just having the good the best time of their lives. That's it. Didn't have to do much. Bring in a leader like Thiago Silva and you're done. Whereas we're working with Mikel Arteta, he hasn't had that opportunity to work as a manager specifically as the main guy with a leader, a team leader. Look at Pep Guardiola. He is the team leader because he is the main guy. But he had Vincent Company. He had all of those guys who had come through the ranks, David Silva, all of these guys, making sure that others were in, in positions that they needed to be in. Like, don't step out of line. These are the rules. Keep, it, um, keep yourself in, in line. Why do you think Morris is finding, finding it tough? I think he's too much of a, a rogue. Also as well, bringing in a young manager during a transitional period, you need someone experienced to steady the ship <clears throat> because you need to steady the ship and make sure the ship is sailing right before you get someone in on a long-term pro on a long-term project. So that in my, that is kind of part of why you see Jose Mourinho recycled so much even though Mourinho tends to destabilize by burning bridges and spending a crap load of money. But as one of them has said, the experience factor is there. Where say so you got someone who's been around the block a few times, who's that who can come in and basically manage expectations. A young manager who's not been doing it for long. I mean, anybody in any who's new to any area of a business that they haven't done before like management, like if you're moving into a head coach position from being a player, you need time to learn how things roll. You need time to learn. 
how things how things are done and how things operate because then once you know that and that takes a while sometimes once you know that then you know your way around then you know how to navigate those choppy waters especially at some clubs so that would be my view as to why some experienced managers get get moved around a lot or they move around a lot and end up finding themselves at a load of different clubs but someone like, say, Eddie Howard, Newcastle, as as I've said before recently on the Straight Shooting View, it's like Mark Hughes at Man City was never going to last that long because they were looking for the next marquee manager and the dude was just a placeholder. I think Eddie Howe was basically a placeholder until they can get some big marquee manager. <clears throat> I mean, Eddie Howe hopefully proves me wrong, but the omens that throughout history don't look that good, to be perfectly honest. So it it kind it kind of is it kind of is what it is, and as I've said about Villa recently on the Straight Shooting View as well, they still have those delusions of grandeur where they think they are a big side, and historically, I said they have been, but they're not now. So it's one of them where it's like expectations have to be managed. Can a young manager, who's as I said still learning their craft? come in and manage the expectations of certain demanding owners that's something that's always got to be factored in in my view i think also as well in regards to your point about um about authority and keeping people in line again that comes with experience remembering cast your mind back to secondary school and i use this deliberately but come cast your mind back to secondary school and who were the teachers that you feared the most they were generally the experienced teachers who had been in the school for like 15 20 years and they had they like in some people's cases they had taught their parents and their parents had passed the legend on and all that but who did you respect the least and who did you muck around with who did you muck around with the most the supply teachers because you knew they were in temporarily and nine times out of 10 supply teachers were young as well. And you could see they didn't have the experience and they didn't know how to control the class. So with that experience, with being around the block and knowing how to deal with certain situations, that's how you keep going. That's how you end up learning how to keep guys in line. And it's not the same with every person. You have to use different tactics for different people. But you again, you learn that with experience. You look, you learn that you learn that studying under the learning tree of older of older guys. Look at Jose Mourinho studying under the learning tree of Louis Van Gaal and also the legend that is, was, and will forever be Bobby Sir Bobby Robson. So as I said that comes with experience. You don't get that again. You don't get that overnight. You don't get that overnight. But a lot of these clubs, as I said, bringing in young managers, not giving them the chance because of the short-termist nature of the game, it's one of them they, they get brought in and it ends up damaging their careers at early stages. And a lot of these chairmen don't... It's like when stuff... When, when crap hits the fan, they're like, oh, yeah, it's the manager's fault. Let's sack the manager. Instead of looking at the players and thinking, are oh, the players the issue? And player power is another issue in and of itself. Because I said, Andre Villas-Boas at Chelsea, a lot of people say it was player power that ousted him. I still feel we're, we're saying to Steven Gerrard, it's too soon, not now. Maybe wait a couple of seasons. And then when a couple of seasons comes around, well, we've got a better position for you. At Norwich, in the Championship.
or at Ipswich in a championship. Just it just feels like we're just kind of we're kind of just saying, well, yeah, he's not ready. He's not ready. Well, how do we know? That's my only advocation as a coach that we should be looking at it as. I, f- I think also as well in terms of what you say, Jamie, about l- about learning on the job. Well, you got obviously you got to pay your dues to get to that job. Fast tracking. That's why I don't I don't like fast tracking. At the end of the day, I think you you do, and I know I sound like an old time wrestling bloody promoter or um, one of the boys in that regard, but you do have to pay your dues. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, guys like Gerard Lampard. They're always going to get the opportunity for a myriad of reasons, which I won't go into now. They're basically guaranteed opportunities because of who they are and their profiles. But someone like, say, Ashley Cole may not get a ready-made opportunity like that without paying their dues first. You look at Patrick Vieira. He's had to pay his dues since he retired. So (laughs) some players are always going to get opportunities and others who might be a lot better suited are not going to get those top opportunities unless they're working their balls off for like 10, 15 years. And some of these guys are getting it inside their first five years, like barely even got their badges and are getting and are getting them sort of chances. I mean, there's a fair point about saying, oh, we, we won't know if they're ready if they don't get given a chance. But as I said, guys like Gerald and Lampard are always going to get a chance just based on name alone and their playing careers. Um but it's not as if these guys were not already at clubs. And this is one of one of the annoying issues where it's like Rangers, that Gerard's already there. He's doing very, very well, going about his business. And as said, he hasn't got the media glare of the English media who are always baying for blood <clears throat> at every given turn. And if you have a couple of bad results, they're calling for your head and influencing fans and influencing top brass at certain clubs as well, who are who are basically taking their gauge as to what's going on from from um, from the media, from the tabloids especially. So it's gonna be interesting. Gonna be interesting to see how these, how how and Gerard get on. Very interesting. It's not gonna be easy though. The, the, with the amount of quality managers and quality young managers coming into the Premier League, it's actually amazing. Um, I, was, I was saying this to um, uh, my mate, the Guru, the other day. Um, you know, it's you know, the, it is. The, the league's in an amazing place. Like it's actually the competition all round, whether it be competition for places in teams or whether it be competitions of the teams themselves, or whether it be yeah the competitions from managers. Um, it's kind of juicy, brother. You look, you look everywhere. There seems to be a star name of some form now. You know, you, you're looking at. Man United with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, former legend. You're looking at uh, Jurgen Klopp, Pep Guardiola. Um, you know those two heading the the two best teams in the league at the moment. You're looking at Thomas Tuchel. You know his, his pedigree is best to be known. You know you're looking at um, you know Arteta. You know for some reason, I beyond me, but a lot of people pay high praise on this guy as being an up-and-coming coach. You know, we've seen what Frank Lampard was able to produce. Obviously, he's not in the job at the moment, but you know what I'm saying? But we've seen what Steven Gerrard was able to produce with Rangers 
and you know turning them into a club that's you know credible again in the, the Scottish Champions Championship. So it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting, you know. Steven Gerrard, Eddie Howe, two two big big uh, managerial signings. The progression issue is a very interesting one as well, um, because at the end of the day, a club like an Aston Villa, for instance, or a Norris, they have to know that they are a stepping stone club, very much so. And that's, I'm glad you mentioned that, Jamie, because that's kind of the other side of it, where these managers using these kind of clubs as stepping stones. But as but as, as I said before, it's a case of, you got to be you got to be prepared for the situation you're going into. <clears throat> if Dean Smith, as I said on the straight shooting view recently, if Dean Smith couldn't get stuff out of these players as a more experienced manager, then what chance? Then what chances someone like a Gerard got? So as one, as one Lem as well, and every now and then in teams you get senior players who are as old or almost as old as the as the manager then that presents his own issues then that presents his own issues as well because it's like well it's like <laughs> you ain't telling me what to do you ain't bossing me around and then younger players see that and start playing up but in terms of yeah seeing the project and thinking oh it's a challenge no that's 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 fair play that's fair play. And hopefully Gerard is walking into the Villa job and Eddie Howe is walking into the Newcastle job seeing that, yeah, these are challenges and you're going to have a lot of crap to deal with. Um, hopefully they know the gravitas, the gravitas, the sheer scale of what they are getting into. Because if they don't, they're going to find out very, very quickly. And remember, there's that media glare, that media spotlight that is unrelenting in this country as well. There's that that adds press that adds expon an exponential amount of pressure in that regard because the media are always baying for blood. And you can see that a lot of these chairmen and owners and all that are influenced by what the media says in regards to their actions. Because whether the chairman's trying to salvage PR or deflect from what they're doing or whatever, it's what it's what them. You you always see it. Yes, they're going to be lost because they've lost their main star in Jack Grealish, and that's where they that's where they're fighting in in the last five games. They haven't got that person that's going to stand up. But my issue that's not that's not an issue that I'm I'm. I've got with with Aston Villa. My issue is what direction are they looking to go in? That's that's something that I think I think we're we're missing out on is is we're talking about giving managers a chance and giving people a chance, but then all of a sudden we're saying, well, they're not ready for it. Well, why don't we see if they are? That's all. For the record, um, just want to say that I do hope um, Gerard how I hope they both succeed. The odds are obviously against them um, in regards to the in regards to certain clubs, but at the end of the day, it's like a young manager. All you want them to do is succeed because then that obviously paves the way for other young managers, and hopefully down the line, that changes the mentality of clubs. But at the end of the day, money rules all. So. <laughs> clubs clubs of businesses football clubs of businesses extremely badly run businesses but businesses nonetheless so i'd hope that 
young managers and i've i've always been an advocate of giving managers time even like even during like roy hodgson's time at liverpool i wasn't automatically calling for him to be sacked it's like well something's got to be done but sacking isn't always necessarily the way it ended up well for us long term but the club was but the club in and of itself was a mess at that point we were still under gillette and hicks so it's one of them where it's like you do have to give young managers time and hopefully Gerard at Villa gets to at least see out that three, four-year contract and how gets the same sort of time as well. But these clubs are in transitional periods and there's usually a lot of upheaval and a lot of changing of expectations. Usually when you have a transition, like you have a takeover <clears throat> or something like that, the expectations usually skyrocket especially if you've got billionaire owners coming in. Look at Manchester City. <laughs> Look at Chelsea. It's that when you start spending the big money as well, then that expectation jumps up even more. With Aston Villa, that's with Newcastle, but with Aston Villa, it's a case of, well, we had $100 million that we got in from Grealish. We spent it on five, six players. Well, we're expecting to do well. It's like, all right, you got to give them players time to bet in first, and now you've just gotten rid of your manager. Indeed, Smith. So, well, now and now you've got an, a manager of significantly less experience. Okay, cool. Now you've now you've got a you've got to start looking at least medium to long term in terms of having a plan and having a way about you and a way of doing things. But that's my take on it, anyway. Yeah. So those are our views there on young managers too much too soon should young managers kind of back themselves a bit more should they wait for those opportunities at bigger clubs or well at premier league clubs or should they take any opportunity that comes and basically use it as a stepping stone such as steven gerrard to aston villa among others as I said, comment section is below. Remember, www.pitch-talk.com is our official website. You can catch our podcast there, pick up our RSS feed there, and listen to the podcast on our website. You can watch our videos there as well. And there's a lot more information on www.pitch-talk.com about us as co-hosts as well. Remember, youtube.com forward slash pitch talk is where you can find all of our videos, including special feature segments such as this one and much, much more video content too. At pitch talk on Twitter, tweet with us, follow us, see what we are up to. Facebook.com forward slash pitch talk, become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we are working so hard to create. At pitch talk on Instagram for vlog previews, images, and much more. Also, we're on Reddit at pitch talk on Reddit. You can catch our audio on verbal at get verbal on Twitter. Give them a tweet, give them a follow, let them know that we sent you. We are verbal ambassadors and proud of it as well also apple podcast google podcast spotify podomatic podbean wherever you find your podcast grab our rss feed and check us out check out the pitch talk podcast as well i said loads of different places you can find us and our content join the football and revolution i am straight shooting lja and on behalf of myself the g-man jbk and nathan arsenal thank you for tuning in to this pitch talk special feature 
See you next time, people. Thanks for your time. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website www.pitch-talk.com. 